When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Wednesday, June 22nd, and this is People Every Day. Hello again, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, back with you on this beautiful summer day. There is so much to catch you up on, so let's get into the biggest news that's been buzzing around out there. We'd like to give a warning to you listeners that our first story involves details of sexual assault. Bill Cosby is back in the news. After a roughly two-week-long trial, yesterday a civil jury ruled in favor of Judy Huff, who accused the disgraced comedian of sexually abusing her at the Playboy Mansion when she was a teenager. In the lawsuit, Huff alleged she met the comedian in 1975 when she and a 17-year-old friend were watching a movie being filmed in a park near Los Angeles. Cosby allegedly invited the girls to meet him at his tennis club the following Saturday when he allegedly, quote, served them alcoholic beverages while they played billiards. Huth alleges that she was required to drink a beer every time Cosby won. The suit alleged that after the girls had been served multiple alcoholic beverages, Cosby told them he had, quote, a surprise for them and brought them to the Playboy Mansion. He also allegedly told the girls to say they were 19 if anyone asked. When 16-year-old Huth told Cosby she needed to use the bathroom, he directed her to a bathroom in a bedroom suite. According to the suit, when she returned, she found Cosby sitting on the bed. He asked her to sit down and proceeded to sexually molest her without her consent, the lawsuit alleges. So last June, Cosby was released from prison after his conviction in the Andrea Constand sexual assault case was overturned. Cosby was not in attendance for Tuesday's civil trial verdict as Huth was awarded $500,000 in damages. Now, if you or someone you know has been a victim of sexual abuse, text STRENGTH to the crisis text line at 741-741 to be connected to a certified crisis counselor. Moving on to another difficult story, Robb Elementary School is set to be demolished. It's been nearly a month since a domestic terrorist opened fire at the Uvalde School, senselessly killing 19 students and two teachers. During a city council meeting yesterday, Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin said, I had a discussion with the superintendent. That school will be demolished. We could never ask a child to go back or a teacher to go back into that school ever. Also, on Tuesday, Department of Public Safety Director Steve McCraw appeared before a Texas Senate committee to speak about the police response to the May 24th mass shooting, stating that officers could have stopped the gunman if the commander had not hesitated. McCraw bluntly stated that the law enforcement response was an abject failure. That's a quote. And claimed that police could have stopped the shooter within three minutes after arriving at the school. 
All this comes on the same day the United States Senate made progress toward passing some of the first major federal gun safety legislation in decades. A bipartisan group of senators have come to terms on an agreement for a new gun safety bill that contains millions of dollars for school safety, mental health and crisis intervention programs, as well as incentivizes states to include juvenile records in the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. The bill also clarifies who must run a background check on a gun purchase and expands the current prohibition preventing convicted domestic abusers from purchasing or possessing guns. With all of the shootings that we've suffered through as a nation of late, from Buffalo to Uvalde, it does give me some hope to see Congress attempting to move in a positive direction. Moving on, the strong partnership between the Biebers, Justin and Haley, that is, has been on full display in recent weeks. The young couple has waded through major health scares of late and have been steadfast in their support of one another. Let's get into this week's cover story. Through sickness and in health is true indeed. Justin and Haley Bieber have both been through the ringer following recent health scares. Back in March, 25-year-old Haley suffered a mini-stroke after a blood clot traveled from her heart to her brain. And then earlier this month, Justin, who's 28, postponed three dates of his justice tour, later telling his followers on Instagram that he's been diagnosed with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. This is a rare neurological disorder that caused paralysis on the right side of his face leaving him unable to blink or smile. This has all been so scary for both of them, understandably, but a source tells people in this week's cover story that these trials and tribulations have only made the couple's marriage stronger. There's so much to dig into here, so joining me now to do just that is the person who wrote this week's cover story, People's staff writer and a true believer, (laughs) Brianne Tracy. (laughs) Hey, Brianne, welcome to the show. Hi, Janine. Thanks for having me. (laughs) This has just all been terrifying for Justin and Haley, but it seems like they just have a bond that's stronger than anyone even thought. So what are sources telling us about how scary these health episodes have been for them and how it's brought them closer? A friend of the couple told us that Haley has been so supportive of Justin, just like he supported her with her own health issues. And the source said that they're really unbreakable. Like you said, they have this unbreakable bond. And the source said that it's a setback, but everyone has setbacks. He's going to move forward and get healthy, and he's in good spirits and looking forward to his life and career. And a music source also told us that Justin has matured in his marriage. Haley's been a good influence on him and that they will do whatever it takes to help each other. Wow, that's great to hear. Well, last week, Justin gave an update on how he's doing, and Haley did as well when she went on live with Kelly and Ryan. So here's a little bit of what she said. He's going to be totally fine. It just, this is a really out of nowhere weird situation that it just, it takes time to heal from. Now, what did Justin say about his health condition? Justin gave an update on social media saying that he was facing a horrific storm, but he had already seen improvement in his condition. A source close to Justin told us that it's been rough for him, but there's nothing that he can do to speed up the recovery, so he just has to be patient. He's supposed to just take his medications, rest, and eat nutritious food. And even though Haley's been traveling between her and Bieber's home in Los Angeles and New York City for the promotion of her skincare line road, the source said that she constantly checked in on Justin, and it's been very scary for her. Even though she knows that he will be fine, it's definitely been an overwhelming year so far. I can only imagine 
how much he wants to get back out there on the road and and travel and and do all the things. He dances like nobody's business, the drumming, he does it all. So what else do we know about the recovery process and when we might be able to see him back in full form? For the cover, we talked to a doctor who said that many patients see significant improvement after a few weeks of treatment, which usually includes high-dose steroids and antivirals. And our doctor also debunked social media claims that the COVID vaccine led to Bieber's condition and said that there's been no established link between vaccines and facial weakness. Oh, gosh. Well, good for that. Um, While all this is going on, Haley is going through some stuff with her skincare brand that you mentioned. She's being sued for a trademark infringement by a fashion company that shares the name of her skincare line, Rode, R-H-O-D-E. So we have to point out that Rode is Haley's middle name, but what is going on here? According to documents, Rode Clothing Brand filed the suit against the model in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York. In the filing, the co-founders said that, you know, they launched this brand in 2013 and they dedicated their lives to growing and nurturing this clothing brand through so much personal sacrifice and hardship. And it's actually sold in Saks Fifth Avenue and Neiman Marcus, and it's been worn by celebrities like Beyonce and Rihanna. They said it caused confusion in the marketplace after Haley launched her skincare line, Road. And then there's also this whole debate over who gets the at Road Instagram handle. So apparently Instagram had promised that handle to the clothing brand because it was dormant for a while. But Haley had posted on the Instagram on June 8th. And so there's still kind of a debate about who gets that handle. The co-founders also said that they have real concerns about the future, and they put so much blood, sweat, and tears into this brand for years. Wow. That is complicated. Almost reminds me of the Kylie versus Kylie Minogue debacle of way back when. Remember that, Brianne? Uh-huh. I feel like there's always these issues popping up with the same names and who gets to have it first. It's it's so complicated. Yeah, if I ever have a brand, it's going to be very obscure. <laughs> <laughs> very obscure. Ooh, that's a great <laughs> brand name. I like Actually, that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, despite all this, I'm glad, you know, Haley and Justin have each other to lean on. And Brianne, it's always so great to have you on to discuss these things. So thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Janine. Coming up, we have an exclusive sit-down interview with this weekend's BET Awards host and one of the stars of the new Minions movie, Taraji P. Henson. She's here. We talk about what she's looking forward to this weekend and why her 50s have been her favorite decade thus far. But first, there's a new layer to the Michael B. Jordan-Lori Harvey split that we have to talk about. Right after the break, we get into the latest celebrity relationship news in this week's Heart Monitor. Stay tuned. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back, and it's time to catch you up on the latest love stories coming out of La La Land in this week's Heart Monitor. A few weeks ago, we mentioned that Lori Harvey scrubbed her Instagram clean of any and all photos featuring her ex-boyfriend, Michael B. Jordan. Well, now Jordan has done his own post-breakup digital cleanup and returned the favor. It appears the Creed and Black Panther actor has deleted all pictures of his former model and entrepreneur girlfriend. A source at the time of their breakup told people Michael and Lori are both completely heartbroken and that they still love each other. While that may be true, it seems it's it's far too soon to put them in the friendly exes category. They're both finding ways to move on, at least on social media. In happier Hollywood love news, the romance between Katie Holmes and Bobby Wooten III continues to heat up. An insider shared with people that, quote, Katie is having a great time with Bobby. A source tells people that Wooten III has spent time with Katie's inner circle, including her 16-year-old daughter, Suri Cruz. The source also said of Holmes's composer, Boo, he is very kind and happy. He makes her laugh. I am just absolutely loving every update on these two. You have to check out this week's issue to see the photos we have of them together. They're always just smiling and laughing as new lovebirds should be. Now, last but certainly not least, Bill Nye is known for his love of all things science and education, but it seems like he's found some lifelong chemistry. <laughs> People can exclusively share that the beloved science guy married journalist and author Liza Mundy late last month at a garden inside the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. Perfect setting for this couple. <laughs> so how these two smarties met, Mundy is a former Washington Post reporter and New York Times bestselling author who mentioned Nye's cryptanalyst mother, Jacqueline Jenkins Nye, in her book Code Girls, the untold story of the American women code Breakers of World War II. When Nye got word of the book, he wrote an email to Mundy, and the rest is science history. We have all of the adorable photos of their big day up on our website, and Bill looks so cute and spiffy in his velvet green bow tie. And with that, you can officially consider yourself all caught up in the celebrity love department. All right, guys, the BET Awards are soon to be upon us, airing Sunday, June 26th on BET. And my next guest will be returning as hostess with the mostest. BET and Golden Globe Award-winning actress Taraji P. Henson is marking her second year in a row as host. And I can't wait. But you can also catch the star on the big screen next month in a new installment of the iconic Despicable Me franchise. This one titled Minions, The Rise of Gru. Here with me now, is none other than Taraji P. Henson to discuss all that and everything else in the Taraji universe. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Well, congratulations on landing this year's gig as host of the biggest night for the culture. What's something people don't know about what it takes to host a big show like the BET Awards? You have to be ready for whatever. It's like live theater. 
if something happens, if light falls on your head, the show must go on. And I'm prepared for that because I train in theater. You have to be witty. You have to have a lot of stamina. <laughs> and you got to be, you have to think quick on your feet. Things can change at, at a drop of a dime. and You got to be ready to go with the flow. We, we know Doja Cat is leading the pack of nominations and she is always a style standout. But last year, you yourself had 10 different wardrobe changes. So do we need to brace ourselves this time for what you're going to bring? It's not even me. It's the team. Like they're on their mark. They are so ready. They're like, I heard we're doing 22 changes this year. I said that, you know, we are not doing no damn 22 changes. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of mentioned it. Award shows are what happens, happens. And they're kind of under a microscope these days with that Oscars smack heard around the world. It's still a hot button topic. So what kinds of conversations have you had with the producers to prepare for the unpreparable, I guess? Well, my situation is always joy. We're going to have fun. You know, I wasn't there at the Oscars. I'm not quite sure what what happened. But, you know, I'm not in the business or habit of like making fun of people or trying to hurt people's feelings. I just want to have a good time. This is mm-hmm. a night where we're here to celebrate each other. We're here to lift each other up. Well, you are sprinkling your Black Girl Magic in a new animated movie, Minions, The Rise of Gru, as I mentioned. It's out in theaters July 1st. You'll be voicing Bell Bottom. Tell me about this character. I know she has an amazing Afro that I am here for. Well, you know, Bell Bottom, she's a villain. She's trying to take control. And I've always wanted to play a villain. She is jazzy. She is all that and a bag of chips. And her style is pretty snazzy. I want to talk about something you are so outspoken about, which is mental health awareness. There's just so much heaviness these days coming from all corners. We are all feeling it. Uh, What do you do to reclaim your peace in, in times like these? I unplug. I don't I don't focus on things that could be triggering like Instagram I stopped watching the news years ago. Mm. I'm into doing my own nails. I've launched my own beauty care line, hair care and body. I love taking baths and just pampering myself. So uh, last thing, what is it that kind of just allows you to embrace this period of your life? Not your kid's life, not anything else, but like what are you looking forward to and what are you loving at this period in your life? At this period in my life, I call it the fuck it 50s. I hope I can say that word because there's something that happens when you turn 50s where all your fucks are behind you. I survived. A lot of people can't say that. I've accomplished a lot. You know, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to say what I want to say because, you know, I'm not hurting anybody's feelings, but if it's on my heart, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I really don't care what you think. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, your 20s, your 30s, you're just trying to impress people. I really don't give a boop. I don't. And I think that comes with the 50s. I really do. This is the time when I get to enjoy all of this hard work that I've done. I'll tell you what, though. I'm, I'm really considering getting up out of here, though, like leaving and living in another country. I want to go where there's neutral ground and I don't have to fight. I don't have to choose and pick a side. I can just be and I can live. I want to be called Bella every day. Bella, Bella, Bella. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Taraji, this has been such a blessing to just be able to catch up with you again and hear about all of the work you're doing. I feel so blessed to have this time with you. Yeah. 
Yay! And remember, everybody, tune in to BET Awards on BET on June 26th at 8 p.m. And Minions, The Rise of Gru, is in theaters July 1st. Well, since we are still in the midst of Pride Month, we thought we'd end our show spotlighting an amazing LGBTQIA plus focused charity, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute, or MPJI. Marsha P. Johnson was an activist, self-identified drag queen, performer, and survivor. She was a prominent figure in the Stonewall Uprising of 1969. When asked what the P stood for in her name, she would respond, pay it no mind, which is what Marsha would also say in response to questions questions about her gender. The MPJI seeks to protect and defend the human rights of Black transgender people and celebrate the life and mission of their namesake. Marsha P. Johnson, who is an incredibly fascinating and inspiring person, is featured in the Netflix documentary, The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. I highly recommend checking that out. And if you'd like to learn more or donate to the MPJI, you can find a link in today's episode description. Thank you all for listening and downloading again today. I'll be back here tomorrow for another episode of People Every Day. 